This is Opposite Attraction Season 4, Episode 7. A salute to all nations, but mostly Massachusetts. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your arms, legs, feet, and purses in items and things inside the vehicle at all times because this here is opposite attractions i am your host scotty moore joined as always by the littlest musketeer himself jim murphy jim how are you i'm uh alive i yeah i've spent my whole week going is there a way I could convince my girlfriend to name our child after a Disney princess, because, <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> some of them I know I can't. I know I cannot have a Rapunzel <laughs> as much as that would be awesome. I mean, at least with, like, Anna, that's fine. That's a normal name. Yeah, but I know an Anna, and so it's not as cool. Then it's like, oh, you named it after your friend Anna. No, I named it after the fucking princess, damn it. Elsa's completely out. <laughs> Cannot be Elsa. Yeah, that's that's really bad. Um, Let's see. How about Vanellope? You could just use Vanellope. <laughs> v- oh, Vanellope would be like a cool middle name. What about Merida? Uh, would not Merida know? Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. We've got two... As of right now, we have two Disney princesses on our list, Merida and Ariel, because we know she coming out with red hair. <laughs> she she better, if nothing else. So, uh, like, I want Merida. I like Merida a lot more than Ariel, because Ariel's just, it, it reminds me of the mermaid too much. Like, Merida, I think I could ignore her after a while and be like, she's her own thing. <laughs> but with Ariel, I'll always be like, you ain't got a tail. <laughs> You need a tail. I don't even, I don't know about Merida. Like, I mean, I guess there's worse Pixar movies you could choose from. Come on, Lightning. Get over here. <laughs> Ka-chow, Dad. Ka-chow. We oh, named no. our daughter Mater. Leave us alone. <laughs> Get her done, Dad. Um, no, no, see, with Merida, I think it would be good because, like, if I ever get mad at my girlfriend one day, I can just have her turned into a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be perfectly fine. Are you planning on also having triplets? Because that might be a little <laughs> rough down the road. Oh, hell no, actually. <laughs> That's karma right there. <laughs> Although we don't, it's not a princess, but Violet has also come up in the discussions, which is not a bad one. Violet's a very good name. Just no She's pic- just got to be, D- yeah. she's got to be, have some superpowers, some, like, almost rogue. Some Disney adjacent characters, like, or princess adjacent characters, like Drizella. Oh no! Like, if you name your daughter no. that, you're causing serious problems. Even even I in terms say- of the actual movie, like you should look at them and go, "You named your daughter what?" Yeah, I just love that we got her pixie dusted at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique because, like, I don't know. I was like, I want my baby to be blessed with Disney magic. No one judge me. So we walked up and we go, "Hey, can we have?" And of course. Like everyone else at Disney, they're like, oh my god, you're having a baby! And I was like, yes. Can it be pixie dusted? (laughs) And she looks at, like, the bump that is growing on my girlfriend and just goes, I can pixie dust her, but I'm not putting this wand over some woman's stomach for a few minutes like a creep. (laughs) 
I'll let her do it. And I was like, okay, fine. It's got it's got it uh, it pu- puts out microwaves. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a security wand. Yeah, they're just like boop, no guns boop, in the boutique. Boop, 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 boop. Do you have metal in there? Um, the baby yeah, has my daughter's Jack Jack. <laughs> the top. Jack Jack would be a great name for a boy. I I did. She kind of made a deal with the devil though, because if we find out it's a boy, I get to immediately send out a tweet that says, "If this gets ten thousand retweets, I get to name my son Danger. <laughs> His middle name will be Danger." Blake Danger. And That's just, good. I, That's good. <laughs> and we also really liked, and it's not because of the McElroys, but we really liked the name Griffin. So Griffin Danger Moore <laughs> may come into existence at one point, and it's gonna be really cool. So you don't know. You don't know what it is. It's too too. No, we close. don't know what not, it is. It's not yet. far enough along. No, Jim. We no. Okay, so uh, we have to wait like five years apparently to find out the gender. Of this <laughs> I wasn't thing. thinking and of like how far along it had been. It didn't really register in my brain. Just to be honest, you were trying to think of how long ago it had been since I'd had sex. <laughs> I know, Jim. It's weird to think about. Yeah, usually I usually I don't think about the the S part of the BS having sex. That is the worst part about knowing someone has a child is knowing like that person boned down once. Dad, gross. Ew, dad. Yeah. Think about anyone with a baby. That person has had sex. That really cute couple who clearly couldn't have never had it. Nope, they've had sex. Goofy, he's had sex. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I had to tie that back into Disney real quick. Uh, I do have a Disney story about that, but it's not very. It's it's definitely it's definitely not PG. Jim, what part of this fucking show <laughs> has ever made you think that? Oh no, this isn't I, PG I, at all. I was uh, on my college program. I was sitting in my apartment. I was alone. Uh, my other roommates were working or whatever, and I did hear a sound for a. About a quarter of a second that sounded like somebody was doing something. Now, what I think happened is someone was partaking in the magic of the internet video and they had their volume on about 2000 and went, oh shit, and slammed the mute button. <laughs> because it was very, very it was loud. For like, a qu- for like a quarter of second, a second. It was. So you were sitting. You're sitting there getting ready to go back to the electric umbrella the next day, and you're like, I don't know. What am I going to do? It was like 1130 in the morning. <laughs> it was. Yeah, you're just like, all right, got to get ready for work. Maybe I'll go to Epcot afterwards. I don't know what I'm... Huh? Okay, that was that was something. Okay. Yeah, I think my eardrums got pixie dusted. Yeah. Uh, and don't worry, the person in the video <laughs> probably got their own version of pixie dusting oh. as well, so... A gooey movie. So, Jim Jim Murphy, do you want to build a theme park? <laughs> it, it does. On, it does have to be play. a theme park. I'm sorry. Sometimes it is a hotel, <laughs> but it does have to be a theme park. Yeah. Uh, we are, of course, rocking in the free world with our theme park this season. Everything <laughs> is dedicated to the U.S. of A. Shit, I don't have a challenge for next week. That's ah, all right. I'll just point to a map. Uh and this week you gave us the great challenge of a state i've yet to visit but do want to want to eventually because 
I like the way their voices make sounds. <laughs> and that's the state of Massachusetts. Yeah, I uh, I used to own a Dropkick Murphy shirt just for the irony of it. Um, but I don't have it anymore, so I couldn't wear it for the episode. I uh, I have a drop, Dropkick Murphy's jersey, which my corpulent pale skin would be the worst thing to see in a jersey right now, so I chose not to wear it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I will leave the floor out to uh, you to discuss the greatness of your run. Um, so there's only two things I really know about Massachusetts. One, okay. uh, they have a lot of prestigious universities. And right. two, they may or may not have had witches at one time. Wow, I had never even considered, <laughs> I'd never considered that. So yeah, that is why I'm inviting everyone uh, to experience the Massachusetts Institute of Terror. Oh shit, MIT baby! <laughs> so this, uh, this uh, is a show, not a, uh, not a ride. The, uh, the building kind of looks like the Stata Center at MIT, which is a really bad shit, insane looking building. It's like they took about 45 other buildings and threw them in a blender. Yeah. If you ever, if you ever see it, it's really kind of something. It's kind of, it's like if they asked Picasso to design a, an apartment building. Okay. Uh, but it's just, so it's this really weird building, uh. But the idea is that you are going in to see new technology that MIT is developing. Okay, that sounds cool. So you go in and like your kind of like pre-show guide is like a freshman that like none of the other people that work there give a crap about. Like he's like he's almost like a or he's like a student, and none of the other students like care about him. I'm thinking of using like a name like Jamie or Sam, like it's gender neutral, oh, okay. so that they can have different people play it because this person does like appear multiple times. Okay, cool. Um, so you you go into a theater. It's basically like a stitch, sort of a a thing, like a theater in the round. I'm actually thinking okay. of having the harnesses, but more like they they basically tell the the guests that they're gonna like also they're doing they're gonna show off this technology, but they're also gonna use the harnesses to like monitor the guests. Like that's kind of like the reason why you're wearing them in the oh, storyline. Okay. But really, it's because this thing will probably scare the crap out of someone, and they will probably want to run out of the room. Wait, so your logic is, well, let's not have a safe space for them to get to. <laughs> let's strap them down and give them extreme claustrophobia to add on well, to the horrors they're experiencing. Okay, so did, uh, extraterrestrial alien encounter, which was what Stitch was before it was ruined, uh, that did not have a way out as far as I know. It had the yeah. same system of we're gonna put a, a roller coaster harness on you and then hope you don't cry uh, and lubricate your body to sneak out of this thing. Yeah, I'll ride that to quote a different podcast. I think it was the Radish podcast I was listening to. They just said a ride that someone at Disney had to be like, why? Why did you put this in? It was here? supposed to be themed to the Alien franchise originally. Oh, okay. I don't Even I don't know then. if it was supposed to be in Tomorrowland, but it was supposed to be themed to Alien. So the uh, the freshman walks you into this room, sets you down, kind of explains what's going on. All the other students that you see are like on video screens up above this uh, tube 
It's in the middle of the room. It's very similar to Stitch. Uh, but then, like, the tube okay. comes down, and there is a robot body inside of the tube. Like a term, okay. like maybe not exactly like a Terminator looking thing, but like a definite like human shaped like robotic thing. A Terminator. And they tell okay. you that they have figured out a way to pull someone's consciousness from the past and input them into the body, and that they are going to bring forward a person that was persecuted as a witch in Salem, like a hundred and fifty years ago. Jim Murphy, what the fuck? <laughs> Jim, Jim, what? Jim, Jim? How you, what? Is there time travel as well? For, for this, yes, basically. But okay. it, is, it is like a consciousness-based thing, kind of more like a uh, X-Men Days of Future Past situation. But they're, they're shit, they're, they're uh, putting it in this robot. So they turn off everything, the robot, like, comes, comes alive, and... The, you uh, you essentially find out that this person was indeed actually a real witch, but they were a techno-organic witch, so they couldn't do anything back then, but now they have a robot body and they are going to take over the world. <laughs> a, real, a real psychic, you would say she was, <laughs> to be able to be like, one day I'll be powerful. And so... Uh, it very much turns into a alien encounter sort of situation with like the lights getting blown off, uh, lightning shooting around the room. Uh, the, the freshman kind of gets blown through a doorway. And, uh, can that be their name? I know you were worried about the name. Can the name just be freshman <laughs> or like fresh meat or something? <laughs> um, so, um, let's see here. Uh, she, the, the witch basically figures out that, like, the, the symbol for the MIT is the brass rat. So she basically s- says that she's going to sick rats on people. And so they do, like, the thing where, like, shit attacks your feet. That little... Fuck that, you. That bit. The worst thing. Uh, it's Yeah, it is a lot of, like, uh, various... Uh, like, like, pretty much anything you could think of of a 3D show or, like, a special effect in a theme park attraction is going to happen in this... In this uh, attraction. Okay, so they put an apple pie in your face and it <laughs> smells wonderful. I got that one. Cool. So the the their screens above their head and like they keep coming on and turning off is like the the students are trying to talk to the people in the room, like saying they're trying to figure out a way basically to to send the witch back in time, like to stop the robot. And eventually, like, the freshman shows up. And again, they've spent the whole show like treating this guy like crap or this girl like crap. And uh, they pop out, and they're like, I'm going to fix this. And then they come through the door that they got blown through, and they have this weird weapon that looks like a giant gun. It's a gun. It's a gun. It's a giant, it's, like, a it, like a giant, like, sci-fi-looking weapon. And they're like, screw you, witch. And they turn it on, and this big, like, beam of light shoots out of it, because you're in this, like, really dark room. So this huge beam of light, like, hits the witch. The witch starts freaking out. And, like, panicking and, like, stuff flailing around. And then you just hear the witch, like, break down into crazy-ass laughter. And you see the, the like, the robot, like, fall over just and you just hear laughter. And then, like, you just hear, like, stop, stop, stop. And then it cuts over on the screen. And you see this girl in, like, a VR suit that looks exactly like what the witch is supposed to look like. But it's just, like, another student in a, in, like, um... In, like, a VR outfit. So it's, like, obviously okay. that, like, she was controlling the witches, and, and it was all just a big prank. 
So they were just doing oh. it to mess with everybody. Well, hold on. Does that mean the freshman was in on yes. it? Or did the freshman... Yes, the freshman is in I... on it the whole time. I thought you meant like the freshman was like, oh no! And then <laughs> suddenly they had a super laser gun from the future. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the freshman is definitely in on everything. Like, everybody's in it together. Because, like, the other thing that MIT is known for is, like, pranking other schools oh, and people yeah. like they like to put things on top of buildings in their campus and uh at one time they buried a balloon at the center of a football field like a hot air type style giant like a weather balloon and this is like in the 40s but uh it like pretty much like harvard and yale were having a football game and a giant balloon exploded out of midfield and said mit on it and it floated away what the fuck yeah mit's kind of crazy i just I, I want one thing to happen, and I don't think they do this in Stitch's Great Escape, or they did it in Alien, and it's, I want, at one point, the stadium seating to turn into, like, a fucking mission space spinning thing, and you're just getting spun <laughs> was, in circles. Well, if you remember, that is what I did for Hyperion, episode two, look it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was the adventures of Hyperion. Okay. So, uh, so, the, so then, like, after they basically explained that it was a joke, they offer people... Now, you have to do this attraction to do a second attraction, which is where you walk out, and in the exit, there is a second, like, floor, and you go up into, like, another theater, and they basically show you how all the effects in the first show worked. Oh, okay. That's really, really cool. Like, and, and you could have them show you while they're doing it to another show underneath. Yeah, well, the idea is I didn't know about, like, recording, like, people wanting, like, because it's mostly in the dark, so I thought, like, they can't be looking through glass. And I didn't really want to do, like, recording infrared, because then it's like, then you have to tell everybody they're being recorded for the whole show, and people might want to oh, opt yeah. out of that. So I'm thinking that what they would actually show is video, but it would just be, like, recorded video. Like, no matter what time you go, it's always the same video of the same people. Okay. I really like that. I like it for one reason, because up until that point, you had pitched a reskinned re version of Stitch's Great <laughs> Escape, which is just a reskinned version of fucking Alien Encounter. So well, I do, I I'm happy to be you more added scary, that. So. Yeah, more scary. That's what that fucking ride needed. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you ha like so. I'm thinking there's going to be like a ticket system, or like if there's like a wristband or some way to tell that the people at the second thing that you saw the first one because you don't have to do it you could always come back some yeah. other time but you still have to experience the first one to do the second one okay that's really really cool i like that or it could even be like a special add-on thing like if we did tours through they would show you it but okay i like that now i will say most of the time when we've done these like alabama section new york section we've never talked about the section itself but i do want to say i want the massachusetts section to be like a giant dick's last resort <laughs> so everyone because like when you're talking about like i know massachusetts for this and this the one story that sticks with me from <laughs> massachusetts was apparently there was a dick's last resort-esque restaurant and things got so heated between a customer and an employee going back and forth, they ended up having sex in the bathroom just to get the passion out. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's what Massachusetts is like, I guess. I guess everyone's dicks to one another, and then they fuck in bathrooms. So this is where you find all of the bathrooms <laughs> in all of Free World. They're always taken, and then everyone's also a huge dick to you. Um, and then back and forth like that. So... 
My ride, uh, once again, like last week, I'm not going to tell you the name yet. I'm not going to spoil the I'm going to try to show you a picture of this building. Look at this. That's a fucked up weird building. Yeah, okay. So that's what the outside of my attraction looks like. <laughs> I'll link to now, it in the, the show outs- notes, I promise. The uh, outside of my building almost looks like this old school kind of college town bar. Like the opening of every attraction I've done this season. <laughs> well, I mean, and if you- Boston isn't known for much, I mean, it's definitely known for drinking. So, yeah. So you go in and then like, it's kind of like the barbecue place I did where you can actually look in and you'll see a real bar like to your right. And that's also where the Sometimes ride exits out at. Sometimes you want to go. I'm not going to get sued. <laughs> uh, there's dartboards, neon signs. There's signs for like Harvard and MIT and all of that. And um, I don't usually like to include the Easter egg ideas, but I do want to put a small Easter egg, which is there's a napkin on the wall of the bar, and if you look up to it, it says, "How do you like them apples?" <laughs> uh, so you go in past that, and you finally make your way into the line. And it actually seems like you're walking off of a movie set, almost as if the whole bar you were just in was like a set for a film. And now you're actually walking out onto a Hollywood backlot, and that's the queue. And through the queue, you hear Dropkick Murphys, because obviously, and other Massachusetts songs. It's the bar from Goodwill Hunting 2, Hunting Season, from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> yes, that, exactly. Um, and now you go through the queue, and now you s- start getting up to your ride vehicle, and that's where you get the story of the ride. As a man appears on screen, a man by the name of Matt Damon. (laughs) And Matt Damon explains that he once thought he was the Hollywood star of the duo of Damon Affleck, that Affleck kind of fell into his shadow due to the Bourne Identity stuff. Kind of like he was the Shawn Michaels of the tag team. (laughs) And But now that Affleck has become Batman, Matt Damon, he feels left behind. There's no more Bourne movies. There's nothing else for Matt Damon to do. He feels left behind. He just makes cameos on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> All he wants is his friend back, Jim. And it's your job to get him back on this. Good Ben Hunting. <laughs> and this ride is kind of like a great movie ride-esque tromp through Ben Affleck's movie career and at first it starts off at the set of Goodwill Hunting so you see Matt and Ben actually reenacting famous scenes and then you see Matt get out of your cart also we have to buy Matt Damon because he has to be here on every ride this is going to be a little bit difficult to get uh, but then you you watch as he walks up to the Ben Affleck from Goodwill Hunting and the animatronic gets out of character turns to him and hands him this small glass shard you're like what's this all about and then after that you go forward a little bit and then you go to the set of uh i don't know let's say dogma and it's still matt and ben but he turns but now there's a little bit of a bigger shard from the ben affleck and you're like what the what's this about now you're on the set of gili oh no that's the name of it why is everything on fire yeah, then you turn, his fucking shard is huge, and as you keep moving forward through all of Ben Affleck's movies, he keeps getting these crystals, and he explains that they're a piece of Ben Affleck's soul, that he is sold to Hollywood 
to create this beautiful movie career he's had, but he's he's had to give up his Boston. The Boston has left him in order for him to go Hollywood. And Matt just wants to put the Boston back in the boy. You could take the boy out of Boston, and Matt Damon's about to put the Boston back in the boy. And that's when you get to the end of the ride, but oh, whoa! Oh, whoa, what? The cart's shooting back and forth. Dropkick Murphy's shipping up to Boston is playing super loud over the speakers as your cart's like shooting back and forth, spinning in circles. And that's when you find yourself face to face with the man who has trapped Ben Affleck away from Matt Damon, trapped away the last piece of his soul. Swear to me, it's Batman. (laughs) Actually, more specifically... You know the end of the King Kong ride where there's the giant King Kong animatronic? It's that, but it's the bat mech suit, and in the face is Matt Damon. Or is in uh, the face is Ben Affleck. And so now, Matt has to kind of engage in this. This is where, like, a bunch of carts pile up at once. That way, you could have, like... Uh, it almost turns into a mini show and it is a laser light show as Matt Damon uses most of his uh, most of the shards to fight Batman to receive the last piece of Ben Affleck's soul and as he does the animatronic falls Ben Affleck oh fuck we also have to buy Ben Affleck we need both of them for this it's gonna be a little bit weird and uh, they come together they give themselves huge hugs and they're saying, it's time for Goodwill Hunting 2. Let's do it. Then they get back in the car and you drive off back into the bar, which is the setting for Goodwill Hunting 2 hunting season. Directed by Gus Vincent. <laughs> yes. And Ben Affleck is like, uh, uh, all the drinks are on me. Just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. It's a funny joke, like between those. And now you go into the load off area, which is taking you into that bar, which has a lot of like highlights from Ben and Matt's movie careers. Like there's uh, the, there is the napkin. There's like uh, the angel wings from dogma hanging on the wall. It looks really cool. And uh, it isn't a functioning bar. Like every ride I ever made ever. But also there's, like, kind of cute, kitschy, like, theme park stuff you can buy. Like, instead of Mickey and many years, you can buy Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wigs. <laughs> and then also, this one's my personal favorite. I think it's very cute. You can get couples shirts, that one that says his Ben and one that says her Matt with, like, an, <laughs> a finger pointing to the other one. And you can get bobbleheads of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. You can buy every Dropkick Murphys record. I do love that I've thrown, like, shoehorned in Dropkick Murphys, by the way. I'm like, also, they're here. If I wore a Matt Damon wig, I'd basically look like George Clooney on ER. Yeah. I think you've made that joke before, like, so. five years ago <laughs> on an episode of, uh, on an episode of A uh, Horrible Premise. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, also, Goodwill Hunting is constantly playing on the TV in the bar. You'd think it would be playing sports, but no, it's only Goodwill Hunting, which means this is a very sad bar where people are drinking and missing Robin Williams incessantly. But yeah, that's Good Ben Hunting, my Massachusetts ride. I have to go see about a boy, Ben Affleck. Yeah. 
Also, you definitely go through about a boy. You also go through Jersey Girl, and he gives him like a big crystal shard, but he feels bad about it. He's like, I, didn't, I wanted to do it, I swear. You go toward reindeer games, but the last second you're like, no, we're not even, no, we're just going to do it. No, it's not worth it. That one's, that one's too powerful. Uh, so, any more questions? Any questions? Um... Well, this has so. been opposite attraction. <laughs> uh, this has been opposite attraction, Jim. It's been an episode, but we got to figure out what our challenge for next week is. And uh, yeah, I'm not saying I didn't prep, and I'm not saying that I wrote that entire pitch five minutes before we started while we were chatting before the show. But I did Google "random state," and I really enjoy the title of this. Generate random U.S. states, <laughs> including Iowa. <laughs> like, I, like Iowa wasn't gonna be on there. All right. I okay. <laughs> random. We're going to Ohio. Okay. Well, I guess that's what's go- oh, that's gonna be. Well, hold on. No, it's giving me six options here. Ohio, Pennsylvania. How many episodes do we have left? Because there is one episode I want to take us to a certain state. Okay. Then uh, why don't you just do that? Fine, Jim. I'm saying there is, there is, um, let me look at my notes from last week. Uh, Let's see. There are seven, not counting the end. Then, yeah, we'll do Ohio this week, and I'll save my good one for later. Okay, because I do already know what I'm going to do next week. It's uh, it's two Ferris wheels and then a mountain in the middle. It's the only <laughs> ride that's <laughs> high in the middle and round on the ends. Oh, oh that was my inner dad joke coming out. My bad. Uh, so, Jim, where uh, can people find you on the internet, my dude? I- I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart, and... Um, that's that's about it. I'm sorry. Please it's follow, you can... subscribe, and like, and fam, and other buzzwords. And fam! And bro, and dab, and yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-A-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods, or, of course, get you a free 30-day trial of Audible at audibletrial.com slash bsnet work and then you can get a free copy of any of my audiobooks it supports us you get something free it's win-win but if you'd like to support us otherwise you can by picking up some merch like like the awesome i defeated the tyrannosaurus sack shirt that jim is currently wearing which i wore to orlando and i got stopped at least five times and was forced to explain it and they were all like okay dude i i wore it um one day down there and uh, I did not have to explain myself at all. <laughs> yeah, they were like, that tracks. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, so yeah, you can support us by going to merch.loadofpurebs.com or by donating to our Patreon. We don't really talk about merch and Patreon stuff because it's such a short show, but I do want to remind you guys to donate to the Patreon. You get access to our exclusive Discord where you can come in and hang out with us, chat, and then, of course, you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because Fun Fiction has a shout out. Uh, Fight Boys has one. A load of BS. Where are our op heads at? We need a better name than op heads. 
What's the name of our fan base, Jim? Uh, I have no idea. Let me let me workshop that and get back to you. The ATATs. <laughs> uh, yeah, you the can. The fifth day dads. The the fifth day dads. Even if so you're if a you lady, you want to join the uh, op at army. You can. And get shouted out on the show every single week at patreon.com slash a load of BS. So check that out. Check out all the other shows at a load of pure BS.com, ladies and gentlemen, especially a load of BS. We got to get our numbers up or else we will not defeat the podcast Illuminati, which we've been trying to do for weeks now. So make sure to tune into that. Make sure to tune into all of the older episodes at opposite-attractions.com. Like Jim said, rate, comment, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes. And remember, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at opatshow. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?